With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Animal here on September 21, 2016. September 212016. You know, I'm just going to tell you something very quickly. I read recruiting articles every single morning, and I often don't agree with the articles I read. I'm going to give you an example today. I read one that is the exact opposite of what I think. When I think you should be direct, she thinks you should be indirect. Here's an example. According to the article, a good recruiter won't call a candidate up or a person he or she doesn't know and they want to recruit. She won't call up and say, I have a job I'm trying to fill, and I wondered if you might be interested. That's too forward. Too forward. You're supposed to say, I wondered whether you might know someone. You know, And that way she doesn't have to say a personal uh, opinion at that point. It's baloney. Okay, and then it also says that your approach requires a little foreplay. If the recruiter dives, this is a quote, dives straight into interrogation mode and starts asking pointed questions. I think that's a a sexual uh, innuendo pointed questions about what you've done in your past jobs, where you've worked and for how long. Get off the phone. Get off the phone. Those are the questions a recruiter has to know. Come on. I know some recruiters who say, yeah, you should talk about the Toronto Blue Jays or the Maple Leafs for the first five minutes of the call. First five minutes of the call, you know, just to build rapport or maybe a TV show like the Emmys were just on. But I think who wants to listen to me? That's what I'm thinking. I think recruiting. Hey, Gary. Jerry, don't eat your chips into the mic, okay? I'm almost done. Give me a break. I was just at the climax, Jerry. I think recruiting should be more like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. A quick in and out. Yeah, okay? Now, if I have a few minutes left, I'll just finish off. She says that a recruiter should give straight answers about these questions. What's the manager like? What would the culture be like when I'm working there with that manager? And I'm going to say, you know, I'll be honest, okay? This guy is very serious and gruff, and I wouldn't work with him myself. If you get something wrong, this guy's going to chew you out in front of everybody. Do you want to work someplace like that? But the truth is, I'm outside the company. I'll never know anything like that, so I'll never tell you. Okay, but here's another thing. I don't think the recruiters who work inside the company are going to tell you the truth either. They'd say it wasn't businesslike. Here's what they'll say. Uh, He's very serious about getting things right, and he likes to hold everyone to the highest uh, professional standards. So it's a really good place to grow, right? And grow you will on Jerry Jerry. What show is this? The Recruiting Animal Show! Now I'm on this now. That wasn't my fault. It's all your fault. No. Dude, I rehearse this every morning in the shower. I know exactly when that music is supposed to come on, dude. I do, too. I know exactly when, Ah. and I pressed it at the right time, and Ah, it was No, 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 no. Hey, don't let me 
see us behind the scenes like this. Move on like nothing okay. happened. Okay. Thank you, Jerry, and thank, thank you. you. Thank you to <laughs> thank you to our sponsor, PC Recruiter at PCRecruiter.net. Now, Jerry, before we get going, before we say anything else, I want you to know that it's HR Margot Rose's birthday today. It's Margot's birthday. Okay. Uh, it, I gotta say, it sneaks up on me every year. Yeah, okay. And Margo is famous. Her birthday's in September. She's famous in the recruitersphere for two things. Lots of things, but I'm just going to name two. Hire Friday, the job chat that changed the world, okay? She brought a little optimism to America's workers when they were at their very lowest, down in the dumps. And she's also known in the same vein for compassionate HR, her radio show. I was a guest. And Jerry was on at the same time. You can listen to it. Just put it in Google, Compassionate HR, Recruiting Animal. But you'll get mostly Jerry. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to sing Happy Birthday to her. All the lines are open. Everybody knows the song, Happy Birthday. No one will recognize your voice. Is anybody with me on this? Will you sing Happy Birthday? Just say yes. I will. Yeah, I will. With you. I will. Yes. Great. So, happy Birthday, Mario. We're going to start now. One on three. One. Two, three. Happy birthday to you. 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 Happy birthday, Margo. Yeah. Yay. Okay. <laughs> now to the guest, Amy Miller at A M Y A L A on Twitter. I don't know. Why don't you change that already? I'm too well, famous, not, animal. It's Alla Recruiter. Alla Recruiter. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, why don't you change it? What's up with that? Uh, maybe I will. Maybe you've inspired me. Give me some ideas. Okay. What should I change it to? I don't want to lose my 4,000-plus followers, you know, by some accident. Good point, Amy. Never point out a problem if you don't have a solution, animal. I mean, listen, I I realize I'm not social media savvy and all. That's kind of old news now. That's been a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anyway, Amy, do you want to introduce yourself? Do you have an elevator speech? <laughs> and now the you know recruiter what? who needs no introduction. <laughs> yeah, Amy, recruiting I'm warriors. Amy Miller. I've been a longtime fan of the Recruiting Animal Show. I've been on a I few times. Anytime he'll let me. I didn't tell uh, you to plug. Let's you, move on. I'll just. Say I know you didn't have to. I did it out of the kindness of my heart. I'm a recruiter. On- I've been doing this for 17 years. I now work for an allegedly well-known tech company based in the Seattle area. Pizza Okay. Is Starbucks a kind of company now? Let's move on. <laughs> Jerry, don't, don't drive me crazy, okay? I, I will block people today, okay? It's a, 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 you can't uh, block uh, me, dude. It's in our, it's in our contract. Yeah. Okay, oh! Anyway, she wants to Bam. talk about a guy named... Is she came on that? today because she wants to talk about a guy named Bruce Horwitz. Horwitz, We're talk okay? about a lot of people and a lot of things. Oh, well, yeah, but we're going to start here. This guy wrote an article and he said, "If you've got a, uh, an engagement ring on your finger and you're a woman, uh don't take it to a job interview. They're going to I don't know what his thinking is. They're going to think you're high maintenance." And he this is the, you know, he says the hiring manager might be willing to have a high maintenance woman in his personal life, but he doesn't want one in his office. And this drove Amy crazy and so she's come here to talk about that the floor is open for Mm -hmm. amy say something good or i'll cut you off so so let's be very clear because i don't want to misrepresent bruce bruce is probably can everyone hear me can you hear me okay i don't want to misrepresent anything that he has said 
So let's just be very clear, okay? He said his words in quotes, when a man sees that ring, he immediately assumes you are high maintenance. When the woman at the office who has the largest diamond on her finger sees that ring, she will realize that if you are hired, she will fall to second place and will therefore not like you. Lose the ring. Can we just sit with that for just a minute? And I want you no, to put no yourself sitting. in these various no shoes. Don't, listen to me. Let's, don't wreck my show, animal. Don't wreck my show. Mm. Let's just marinate on that for a moment, if you will. Now, now, animal, you're the man, okay? You're the hiring manager who you, the the man who sees this <laughs> ring. What is your first reaction? This is funny. Animal, you, you get to be the man this it? time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try a little different role play. That was not sexist. Oh, my God, I'm in trouble. I didn't mean anything by any of that. Hey, can you delete that animal? <laughs> I don't even know what I can say out here anymore. You know, I mean, is that your reaction? Are any of the men on the call, is that your reaction when you see a, an engagement ring? No. No. Can I speak freely? Uh, how about my, can my I speak ladies freely? on the call? Does anyone, is the lady attractive? Does anyone look at an engagement ring and say, oh, my God, that heifer's got a bigger ring than mine. I'm not going to like her. Has anyone ever at any point in their life had that reaction? Did you say heifer? Yes, she did. Yes. Okay. Well, once you're talking heifer, uh, the ring doesn't. <laughs> I would never notice the ring. That's a big, I'm not big noticing ring. the ring. That's a big ring. That woman. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, so, but this is my point. This this guy did not come from a perspective of, you know, hey, this is something that happened one time. I made this suggestion. It seemed to have worked. This guy is laying down a blanket statement that men will respond this way and women will respond that way. So, therefore, you have to lose the ring. We know this guy's ridiculous, and he's had his time in the spotlight. It's stupid. It is Outright ridiculous. Exactly. Okay. You know what? It's a non-issue. I'll tell you something else, Amy, that you said that's not true. You said the guy's a misogynist. No, he isn't. He's just stupid, like Jerry said. He doesn't hate women. Okay? It's ridiculous. Well, he also, I I'll mean, tell you what's even like more duck, true. Quacks like a duck. What do you call it? Okay. Hold on. Maureen. Maureen Cherub. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm here. Okay? Okay, Mm -hmm. you don't think women are very nice to each other. So you think women are catty. And you, I expect, would be something. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're putting a lot of words in my mouth, but go ahead. That's what you believe. You've said it a million times. I want to know are there women, if they see a big shiny diamond ring on your finger, are they going to get jealous and going to be saying, I don't want her here? It depends on the woman's behavior. Mm hmm. Not so much on Which the woman, ring. Which woman, though? Is it the woman who's engaged or the idiot in the office who's having this perspective? Which woman's behavior? Can I say something? Both. Can, I, Actually, can I say both. something? I just want to throw something in. Men have no idea, when looking, the difference between an engagement ring and a wedding ring. Really? Can I clarify That's that? True. I have no well, idea. That's interesting because Bruce that goes on to say that if you had a prenup, you'd be more respected. So how do we trigger that? How do we let you know about that? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying about the, the all we see is that there is a ring. That's all, that's what we know. And speaking as a married man, I don't even look. It's not I don't care. But in my single days back in the office, the bullpen of the late '80s. Oh my goodness, that was the heyday. Oh, uh, Jerry, Jerry, come back to us. Here. Jerry, where, where Jerry, am I? Come Wednesday, come Wednesday, come Wednesday at noon, us. animal shows. Jerry, on the here. Day. Pay Jerry. attention, pay attention. No, we don't know anything about an engagement ring or a Okay, okay, look, ring. look, I'm letting you guys talk because uh, it's not a non-issue to me, but I did, ask Maureen a, I did ask Maureen a question. She didn't want to give a straight answer, but I'll give her a chance to answer. Do you want to say something straight, Maureen, instead of shilling? Say, that's not for me. I, I, I think women are all I nice to answering. each other. I am answering. It depends yeah, on the behavior. Okay. Well, no, no. We're not talking about the behavior. We're talking about the ring. Question finished. We're finished with that, Okay. No, but I'll give you, I'll give you, this guy also said if a man wears a Rolex watch, not for you dummies, not a Rolodex watch, a Rolex watch, <laughs> he shouldn't wear that to an interview. Cause I'd it'll be more make impressed pe- with a Rolodex, personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me okay. too. Uh-huh. Should, should, 
should you wear a fancy watch, or does that make a difference? Jerry, do you notice watches, big watches? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not. I'm not yes. gonna answer. That's yes. <laughs> That's yes. I know. Maureen, I Maureen, don't. Do you notice a big watch? Watch envy. Watch envy. <laughs> I, I find watches to be kind of stupid now because we all know what time it is. Okay. Amy, you get the final say. Yeah. Like, are you impressed by a big watch? Not at all. Big shiny, big shiny watch doesn't mean size anything, doesn't eh? Size doesn't matter, animal. Okay. It's just okay. about the size of the watch. Okay. Amy has Amy's next big question, yoga pants. <laughs> Man, she came here with all the big stuff today. Hey, recruiters, you're not going to learn anything on this show. Amy's got no, these ridiculous impressions. I, I, uh, I do want to clarify one point, and I, I'm going to let you ask your questions. I'm going to get through all of the, you know, the, the fluff and stuff that you want to cover. We're going to do that. But at some point in the show, we need to get back to my broader point in all three articles that I've gone after. We are recruiters. We are looked to as the professionals who are supposed to know what the hell we're doing and be able to coach people on interviews, job searches, resumes, and all that stuff. When we have so-called recruiters putting out this garbage out into the Internet, do you have any idea how many calls, messages, emails, texts, and tweets that I've gotten from candidates who are going, what the world is this? I'm so confused. Help me. Tell me this isn't true. That's why it matters. That's why we have to talk about it, because people are confused and irritated and disgusted with our behavior. And these people are representing us. You better say something. Okay. What do you want to say about yoga pants? I look at yoga pants. I admit it, okay? (laughs) They're very comfortable. I might be wearing some right now. You don't know. Do you have a gun in the back, Amy? (laughs) No, I need to get a pair of those. Let's get to the point. What do you want to say about, look, I, uh, it said yeah, online the that point. they, okay. they cost, Again, wait, no, the no. The point is not yeah. pants. It could have been basketball shorts. It could have been, who cares, okay? It, 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 the point is not the pants themselves. The point is we have this junior recruiter. I have actually created tiny human beings in my own body in less time than he's been a recruiter okay, who is going to tell the world that we shouldn't wear yoga pants to the office because of yeast infections and vaginitis. What the hell? And also folliculitis. Is this a a realistic representation of the kind of professional advice that recruiters should be giving? Why not? That's disgusting. That doesn't bother me. I mean, that's what he said. The article's been pulled down, but I have screenshots if anybody, you know, wants to validate uh, the okay. quote themselves. Okay, here's the real question: the Are, they too, are they too sexy? Are they too sexy? Are they too sexy? Are they too sexy? I suppose That's it depends the on the person wearing them, doesn't too, it? Too sexy. I yoga pants. Too, I think Jerry's too sexy. I yoga pants. I, I mean, I think on your animal for sure. Guilty. On me, probably not so much. Okay. Okay. Yoga now, pants, here's what yoga pants mean. They mean look at my butt. I'm working on my butt. What do you think about my butt? Isn't my butt nice? Still no, that's not it. what a woman would say. They would say, oh. I'm comfortable. Right. In okay, then I'm, I'm way off base. You know, okay. I'll tell you what yoga pants means to me. I'm going to get in so much trouble for this show. I'm going to have to hang up. Ever? Yeah, no kidding. Yoga man. pants means I am not getting off of the couch, and somebody better be bringing me wine when my cup is empty. That, that's what yoga pants mean to me. Yoga pants is the trigger to my family that mama's not moving, and we should probably mm. order pizza. Okay, your final big one, and then I'm going to an ad, okay? Don't leave the okay. makeup at uh, don't leave the makeup at home. This made you angry for some reason. It, and here's the okay, quote. Let's... Here's the quote from Jessica Glazer. It's not Bruce this time, yeah. okay? It's Jessica. Right. She says, "Decent, decent looking." I was shocked by that. The way she said, "Decent looking females, not women, uh, who are better mm-hmm. groomed, earn more than naturally beautiful women who don't subscribe to the done up, full face." makeup look go ahead it's all yours so so it starts with the title her title of her article is putting on makeup can actually increase your income it's not being poised having a professional appearance this is very clearly focused on makeup foundation eyeliner mascara again not about combing your hair not about washing your face putting on makeup 
Now, my assumption is this is targeted towards a specific gender because fellas who wear makeup, it's not quite mainstream. They might get a different reaction. I don't want to assume, though. Maybe she thinks everybody should wear makeup. Maybe she thinks Jerry should wear makeup. I don't know. I didn't ask. But she starts with that title, which in and of itself Mm -hmm. is provocative enough, right? Then, you know, she cites some studies, and there's, oh, you know, one day she hopes to live in a world where people are paid an amount that reflects the work they do. Fair statement. So do I. But until then, you might want to consider a dash of lipstick and touch of gel. Because you want to show you put a little time into yourself. The products may cost money, but consider it an investment in yourself. How old are you? Twelve. I want my I don't know daughters why this to you. pay for their I don't degree, know why this not their mascara. You. What's the issue? What's the issue? Maureen, you're a woman. Is this an issue? It's not to any of us. It's just you know, uh, you know, None really. Of us, nobody on the call has an issue with it. No, no, no we know what the issue is, but we can't say it. And I'll tell you what, I'm not going to say it because six years from now, you're going to have a 30-second audio (laughs) clip of me saying exactly what we all know. And you're going to say, well, that's not what you said in 2016. And I'm going to be like, oh, shit. And that is the difficulty with doing these, right? Like, I'm I'm sprucing up my resume just in case because my mouth's going to get me in trouble one of these days. I know. But but this is important. This is not the message I want my daughters to get. It's not important. It, it's these are non-issues, and I'm sorry you saved them for me. You if should have given it to uh, animal, Katrina Kibbs. If they're non-issues, why did I receive the article three times in the space of ten minutes yesterday with job seekers going, "What the hell? Can you help me understand why someone would say something like this? Tell me that's not an issue, and explain to me why I'm getting those kinds of emails." Three emails. I don't consider that the world, okay? I mean, it's nothing. It may not be the world. I got to tell you, you're not going to get a prize for this show unless something happens in the next half hour. I have to do an ad now. It's going to be more interesting than what we were just talking about. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah, okay. Hey, everybody. You know, (laughs) some recruiting software companies, they say everybody is a separate snowflake, right? And they claim to respect all types of people, whether you wear makeup or not, or whether you have yoga pants or a diamond ring. They, uh, they say they don't care, but you know they do. They care. They like executive search better, some of them. Some of them like staffing companies, and some of them prefer direct hire, right? But then there's one recruiting software company that goes by the motto, E Pluribus Unum. Everybody, we love everybody. We don't care if you wear makeup. We don't care if you wear yoga pants. We don't care if you wear diamond rings. We love you. If you're a recruiter, we love you. And you know what company that is? PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. Check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. And now back to Amy Miller, our fantastic guest. Let's talk about .NET. Can we talk about .NET for a minute, Animal? Oh, you're here. Martin Snyder. Oh, yeah. He runs that company. Talk. Why does it say .NET? Everybody thinks that's foolish. Okay. There's, there was, there used to be 54,000 numbers called Autonomous System Numbers, ASN. And if you happen to have an ASN, then you can connect to the Internet directly anytime using your BGP routing. And if you have an ASN, that means you're a big company or an ISP. Main Sequence has an ISP, has an ASN, so we use the .NET. Our customers use .NET, but when we're advertising our products, we like to use .com. So if you put in .com, it gets to the same web page as if you put in .NET. No, it doesn't. You have a PC re- no, it yes, doesn't, it does. Mr. Sponsor. Yes, it does. No, it, it doesn't. Okay. Try it right now. Try it. If you put in .com, it'll take Jerry, you to .net do that or vice for versa. Me, will Jerry, Jerry, do that. I'm Go sorry. I'm, I'm scheduling an interview with my customer for Monday at 2.30. Okay, hold on. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Sorry. Send out for more important. Okay. This site can't be reached. Martin Snyder, don't make a fool out of me. You've done it enough already with this, this PC recruiting.com. This must okay? be some Canadian, Canadian problem. Yeah, okay. It's a Canadian problem. That would problem. explain a lot. Yeah, okay, I got to get back to the show. Okay, I got to get back to the you show. Really Jer- I'm still Thank here. you, Martin Snyder. Martin Snyder, he he runs also, PCRecruiter.net. Can I can I throw out one more idea for conversation, real quick? Go ahead. Talking about hey, you know what? Maybe pants, you could call on a pants. good phone. 
Maybe you could call yoga. on a good phone sometime. Go ahead. I'm out here in the woods. Yoga pants, uh, makeup, whatever. Gender is not in the pants. It's in the mind. So you can be catty and be a man. And uh. you could be impressed with somebody's big Rolex or not impressed with somebody's Rolex. There's no one factor. Okay. That's all I have That's- to say. He's, he's voting for Hillary, okay? Anyway, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyway, now speaking, Jerry gave me an idea. Jerry says that any recruiter, uh, you know, first candidates are losers. Any recruiter has got to know what? that rarely is the first person... Never said that. You did I never say said it. first candidates are losers, so retract it, redact it, and shove it. No way. I'll quote you exactly. Roll the tape. You said any recruit, I think it's in print, any recruiter has got to know that rarely is the first person you introduce the one who is hired. Correct. You were- correct. Correct. Hold on. I did not say that your first candidate is a loser. You Are like to paint the with these brushes, and it's absurd. Are they going to win the job, Jerry? No. That's a, a loser. That's a loser. They might. They Here's the deal. I don't job. like you saying that I said that if I didn't. Okay. Okay. So Amy. knock it off. Amy, Amy, Amy. Yes. Do you agree with yes, Jerry that friend. the first candidate doesn't get in? The first candidate doesn't get in? I do not agree with you, but based on Jerry's explanation of what he really said, I agree. What is that you agree with? Thank you. I agree that usually the very first candidate you put forward typically is not the one offered the position. That could be for a variety of reasons. It's the first candidate someone's looked at. There could be a struggle with pulling the trigger because they haven't seen enough people. We talk about that all the time. It could be the first job the candidate looked at. They got a better offer a week later. There's a lot of variables here. It has nothing to do with the order. It's just, it's just the way it works. This is a numbers game. We all know that. And, and it has nothing to do with the candidate being a loser. Yeah. Absolutely nothing to do with that. I'll tell you the reason I'll tell you the reason people think that. It has nothing to do with <laughs> these reasons that you're blowing out all of a sudden. It's because it has everything to do with those reasons. It's because the who's making the noise. People are nervous on. about pulling the trigger too soon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's here's the thing. The people the recruiter doesn't really know what the manager wants. And when he or she brings in their first person, it's a trial balloon. And then the then the hiring manager says, "No, that's not what I want." Uh, this and that he starts getting can clear. Be part of the problem. That's one the only not reason. always, but it no, it's can not the be part only. of the problem. Oh my God. Two weeks That's ago, easy. after I did a first meeting with a brand new client I've never worked with before, it's been about two or three weeks ago, by the time we finished our phone call, I said, you know, I think I might have someone for you. I said, you're going to look at his resume. You're not going to think he's a fit. He doesn't have these things that we've talked about clearly written out on the resume, but I'm telling you, based on our conversation and based on my conversation with the candidate, this is your guy. He's looked at the resume. He said, I don't like the resume. I don't think he's a fit, but I'm going to trust you, and we'll go ahead and bring him in. He went through his technical screen, flying colors. Went through the interview, unanimous hire feedback. We made him an offer. So you know what? It happens. Sometimes we're lucky, but that's so Jerry's wrong. That's what your example proved that Jerry's wrong. Okay, Jerry's thanks. Jerry's right. No, absolutely not. Interpreting Jerry. I am absolutely maybe, – maybe you're not in the recruiting business anymore, Animal, but I pay uh-huh, attention. Uh-huh. The first yeah. person that we send to an interview typically doesn't end up being hired. So, Why? 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 Well, that's not completely true. This is absurd, man. For a variety so of reasons. Absurd. For a you, variety you of reasons. We've got someone on the phone from a large coffee company in the Northwest telling us exactly why they're not hiring people. They may get hired. Major tech company. We've got somebody on the phone. Agreeing with me, yet Animal, in the shelter of his studio apartment in downtown Toronto, which he probably hadn't left in months, wants to tell me what's going on. Come on! Daryl Daly filled me in this morning on Canada and the issues with Canada. If you submit four at once, what happens? There you go. You may or may not get to hire. You're probably not going to. Next question. Amy, did you know that Amazon has recruiters who work specifically as closers, closers, right? Yes. They've got a separate person 
who comes in, makes the offer, and closes the deal. It sounded <laughs> from what you it sounded like what from what you've told us before that at Microsoft you're a closer. People bring you in when they think they're going to have problems, and they get you to close the candidate. Is that true? That's happened a few times. I mean, it's not like my job, but yeah, I've helped out with with offers and helping coach recruiters before. Absolutely. Okay, so what do you team. think of this? Um, what do you think of having closers, specific closers? Well, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I guess it works for them. They're doing well over there. But the concern I would have is there's no relationship up front with the candidate. Like for me, I at the very least meet my candidate when they enter the interview process. If I have a candidate who's been sourced by a sourcing team, I get involved with them when we start bringing them in for in-person interviews. So I'm with them throughout that entire process. And so by the time we get to the offer stage closing process, we've already had a lot of conversations and have probably met in person. I think that lends a little more credibility, and I think it also helps to create more trust so that when we have those really difficult conversations and we talk about money, which makes everybody really uncomfortable, they're more likely to trust that I'm doing the right thing on their behalf. Okay. So you, if I offered you a job for really big money to work as a closer, someone who didn't meet the candidate until it was time to present the offer, you would say, no, I can't do that job. Is that true? I would say how much money? Big, big money. <laughs> What's big, big money? <laughs> oh, double what you're getting now. Double what, double you're what getting I'm getting now. now. Do I get yeah. to wear yoga pants in the office? Yeah, yeah, whatever you think is going to make the deal, okay? I don't care if you wear a ring or anything. My point is, my point is, from what you told us before, I remember you came in, you didn't know the guy, you looked at the notes, you saw what he wanted, you went back to him and said, let's take a look at this list, because he wanted an unreasonable amount of money. You yeah. went through his whole list of what he wanted, location, everything like that, and you said, forget about the money. You've got all these other things. They're really more important. And you sold the guy, whereas the other recruiters who had been with him from the very start, they couldn't do it. You knew how to do it. So could you do that on a regular basis with other people? Of course I could. So but, you I mean, could do that job. I'm a pretty, it's not uh, a manager. I could it's do not the a job. Manager. Would I do the okay. job? I don't know. Would it be the ideal job for me? Mm, probably not. I like the interaction up front, too. But could I do it? Of course I could. Okay. So, but hold on. You've got these other loser recruiters, junior recruiters. They can, you know, have an ordinary chat with a person. But when it comes down to brass tacks, Amy can carry the ball. You say on Quora, you're writing on Quora now, you say that you have to deal on a regular basis with candidates who have lots of offers from high-profile companies. Sure. You're at Microsoft. The They've got Google. they got Apple. they got yep. everybody. Uber. Okay. Google, Facebook, Amazon, LinkedIn even, surprisingly. Oh, yeah, i got lots of competition. Tell us a story. How do you deal with that? You want a story? Okay. If you've got one. Had a guy with a competing offer from Apple. And he was very hung up on level and title. That was a big deal for him. We, we had a lot of back and forth. We had a lot of debate and discussion about the offer itself, the numbers and everything. We were finally able to get basically within striking distance. I'll just leave it at that. It was a very exceptional offer. And he was really hung up on, you know, the work he's going to be doing, and he's a PhD, so, you know, is he going to write white papers and that kind of thing? So I had to go back to the business and lay it out very specifically. Here are the triggers for this guy. It's not about money. We've, we've handled that. It's not necessarily about brand recognition because they're both big, successful companies. It's about these specific facets of his work. Is he going to be able to do these things? So the manager went and had a I don't know, dinner with him or something over a weekend and kind of walk through that with him. And here's who we can get you involved with. And here's the work you can do on the side and all this kind of stuff. And so he got that answer and I went back to him. I said, now tell me how your conversation with the other company went. Are they giving you the same thing? And he was quiet and he said, you know, they really, no, they haven't. I, I haven't, I don't know a lot about what I'm going to go into or whatever. I said, well, then you have to make a decision. You now have all the information you're going to get. You know very, very specifically what we can offer you and what the potential is. You have a little more, you know, uncertainty about the other role. 
you need to make a decision. And he picked us. Okay. How come all these things that were real deal makers, you said you like to talk to the person from the time they come in. How come you didn't know them till the very last minute? Because he never brought those things up. When I asked him what's, what's important to you and what matters to you, he gave me the usual, well, I want to work on this kind of technology. Okay, well, you're going to work on that kind of technology. It was only after continually probing, and you have to have that at every conversation. What's changed since the last time we talked? When we talked last week, you were looking at this. When we talked a week before that, you wanted that. Things change. They, they hear stuff from other companies. They hear stuff from their friends. You're never going to know everything in the first conversation. You're peeling back the layers of the onion, so to speak. And he probably didn't even know that's what he wanted until we got that far in the conversation. He didn't know that's what he wanted? Just the further he got into thinking about actually making this change and getting out of academia, that's when it started becoming real for him. And he started even personally digging into his own psyche and what he wanted to do. And when did he tell you that he had an offer with Apple? At what point in the hiring process? We were probably early offer negotiation stage. He had three other offers already with three different companies. So by the time we got through the interview process and we started talking offer, he said, oh, I've just finished this other interview and I'm getting an offer from them too. So it was a very slow, you know, it kind of took a little bit to pull the details out of him. There's probably three or four conversations before we got all the information, but it was right around the time we finished interviews and we're discussing offer ourselves. So you didn't come right at him in the first meeting and say, hey, Bill, are you with any interviewing at any other companies right now? Got anything else going? Yes. Yes. I did. And he said, yes, I'm having conversations. I said, okay, great. The next conversation, hey, we're going to you know, fly you out here and you're going to interview on this day. What's changed since the last time we talked? I know you were talking to some other companies. Yes, I finished my on-site with company A. Um, I haven't heard back yet. Company B just you know, told me they want to make an offer. Okay, great. A few days later, next conversation. What's changed since the last time we talked? Well, Company A and Company B both have offers on the table. Company C, you know, I just finished an interview with them. I, I think that's probably going to be an offer too. You know, I mean, again, these things don't happen all at once and are sitting in a bucket waiting for you to pick it up. They evolve over time, just like our interview process evolved over time. Okay, so you're not afraid of candidates who have things going on with other big companies, famous companies, right? You're not, doesn't bother you at all. No. Why would that bother me? Well, because you, you, you've got a lot of competition. That's why. I know it fuels my competitive fire. I actually kind of dig it. Okay. Does anybody else want to ask Amy any questions about this? Because I, I've never heard anyone else come on the show and talk about it in detail. Any questions about this or any comments? 414, I just opened you, and 484. Anybody? No? Okay. I don't know. Maybe they're just... Anybody uh, disagree with me? Because the animal likes it when people disagree with me. Do you like it, too. Okay, that's what you come here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. 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 I Here's something else. Of, I ran into a couple of things the last time. The last time oh, I yeah, talked about... yeah, yeah. You're the guy who about the sex, right? Yeah. If someone's right. good at picking That's up amazing. girls. <laughs> oh, the, the college dating metaphor? <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you That's don't know about college, you. it's probably good return. There yeah, are people really horrible. But you know what? We've got we've got about a half an hour of arguing about that. We don't need, we don't need it again. It's five years so. The point is, though, that it's, closing, it's closing an inherent personal skill, like a soft skill. Can it be trained? Does it definitely exist as a separate skill? I mean, those are realistic questions. Yeah, they are. And she's denying it, but everything she describes says it can be done. She was with this guy. He didn't give her the information at the beginning. He he gave it to her at the end. Amy's a a closer, and she has a difficult time imagining that other people aren't closers. Okay, maybe I, that's I respect it. that other people aren't closers. I work with people who aren't closers. I get that. I've seen it in action, people who can't close. I understand that. The, the difficulty what, what is equating wrong? it to getting laid. That feels a little weird to me. Okay, well, let's forget well, that part. For, okay, Martin, go ahead. Closing, that's, an, that's an important demonstration <laughs> of closing ability. 
That's an important demonstration of closure. Okay. okay. We, we can agree to disagree because I think it's yeah. gross, and yeah, okay. I would yeah. uh, slap the taste yeah, yeah. out of my son's mouth if I, I ever would never use like that. that. As a, I would never use that no. as a stall test, but it could be an indicator. But, but, would it, but would it matter to you, though? I mean, if a woman walked in with a big fat engagement no, 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 ring, would no, you be no, like, forget no, this. what is no, that? We're not going there. <laughs> Get that. Amy, Amy, oh, we don't Amy, go you're there? giving – no, no, you're giving me some good advice. I want to hear why – Okay. Well, just let me ask her the this question. Of, uh... Don't make me beg. Don't make me beg. Okay? She says not everybody's a closer. What are they missing? Hey, animal. Um, uh, desire. Um, thick skin, maybe. It, it, it's a number of things. I mean, question. some people experience. I mean, I was experience. not born a closer by any means. I did not do this straight out the womb. This took years to practice and and hone this skill i remember going to chamber of commerce mixers like before the internet you know when i first got into recruiting and my boss michelle stare i'm still very good friends with her she's wonderful she taught me so much she would take me to these mixers and i was petrified like i would almost be ready to burst into tears because i was so afraid of being in public and what she would do is she would take me over to a group of people and say hi i'm michelle have you met my friend amy so she was introducing me to total strangers but then we would say, oh, no, I haven't. How are you? I'm Bill. And then you would start a conversation. Yeah, that and you do that closing. enough times. Somebody else wanted to say something. But Somebody the point else has something is, better animal, to say. it's a skill yeah. that you learn. Now yes, I walk I believe, into a room no, of no, people. No, 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 no. Amy, Amy, I believe what Martin said is true. It's a personality trait as well. You've got it. We can all hear it in your voice. Did someone else want to say something? Someone said animal, and someone else said something too. Someone else want to talk about that? Someone hey, else animal, want to talk tomato. about it? Donato Diario! Go ahead, shoot. We got all the big guns uh, on today. The CEOs. Go uh, ahead. I was enjoying. I was enjoying just listening in. But there's a big difference between closing, which is which is a skill that that absolutely can be trained. It, it can be pulled out of somebody's innately. But the greater skill is pre-closing. If you get to the end and they're not closed already, then you haven't really you haven't really done your job. The, the crafting and bringing them through. And that's, there's no difference between sales and recruiting there, right, except your product as a person. So pre-closing is the greater skill, knowing that you've got everything taken care of, you looked at every possibility, that you've got it all handled. If somebody is purely a closer, what tends to happen there, and this is why management separates people, this is why I'll separate somebody from being the, the demoer and the closer. The closer has less connectivity to that person. And honestly, they don't, they don't care as much, and they'll do what they need to do to close a sale, not knowing all the intricacies, especially in a recruiting position. That, uh, okay, wait a second, Donato. Hold on, hold on. That contradicts everything Amy just said. She came with this guy who had an offer from Apple. She was with him from the start. She tried to pre-close all the way along. He didn't give her the key information to the very end. And those psychoanalysts would agree with you. They hide the stuff that's really important till the very end. She said he didn't even he know didn't it. He didn't trust me early end. on. He didn't trust me early on. Well, so even the, the little bit, you know, there were different things that happened throughout the time anyway, different offers that came up and that kind of thing. But he had no reason to, you know, open the kimono to that extent in our first or what? second conversation. What does that mean? Open so the kimono. What do you want? He wasn't going to tell me everything in the first conversation, nor should he, nor would I as a candidate. You know, you know what, Amy? It's little pieces that come out in every conversation and in every discussion. You learn Boy, more the more you dear. interact with someone oh, and the more questions oh, you ask. God. You know what? I've got you in, on Quora saying if, if you, tell, you tell people, job hunters or people mm-hmm. who are candidates, you tell them, tell me your current package, competitive offers, anything. Don't walk away yeah. without telling me all about this stuff, right? And now you're saying I don't say don't walk away without telling me. I say this is things this is something we're gonna need to talk about. We can talk about it right now in our first conversation if you're comfortable with that. Here's why it matters, here's why I'm asking. If you wanna, you know, think about it and we can talk about it in our next conversation, that's fine too. But just know the closer we get to finalizing this process and to potentially getting you an offer, the more important this information is gonna become. Okay, I got to do an ad. Then we're going to come back. I, I've, I've done, I got a question for Donato or Marty. Do you want to do the ad, Marty? Uh, Marty yes, sir. You want to, 
You want to do the ad yeah, or should I? I could go I'll ahead. Do the ad real quick. Absolutely. Introduce yourself. People don't know who you are. Introduce yourself. Say the product. Tell them why they should buy it. Martin Snyder. I'm a principal at Main Sequence. We're the developers of PC Recruiter. We're sponsor of the Recruiting Animal Show. Um, the radio is not the best way to get across uh, what software looks like or acts like. And if you look, you want to go see software and you go to other vendors' websites or any vendor's website, it could take you a long time to find it. They won't open the kimono without a call or an email or some commitment. But if you go to PCRecruiter.net or PCRecruiter.com and look up Two Minute Tuesdays or just Google the word Two Minute Tuesdays, we do a video every week of some aspect of the software. So if you want to see what PC Recruiter does in a detailed way in two or three minutes on all kinds of different topics, how it handles email, how it handles call listing, how it handles records, resumes, partnerships, background checks, whatever you want to see. And that's the ad. PCRecruiter.net. Thank you, Martin Snyder. Okay, you'll, with a little practice, you're going to get better. Okay, back right. to Amy. <laughs> I think that's kind of what I've been saying all along, right? We all have to practice our craft. Yeah, back, I want actually, I want to talk to, I want to talk to Donato for a second. You still there, Donato? Yes, I am. Oh, you're still there. Okay. Donato used to be a, a high-powered recruiter. You, you said you made eight hundred thousand dollars a year. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right about that? 880 was my last year in 98. Okay. Yeah, so this so guy knows this guy knows how to recruit. What about in terms of closing the element of persuasion? If this guy who had a competitive offer from Apple, he told Amy no. Does the sale begin when the customer says no? Is that the time that you try to persuade someone to take the job? Or does it just supposed to happen once you show them that logically your job matches very well with what they want. Do you follow what I'm saying? Or are they the yeah, same thing? I think the, I think the sale starts and it really, it, it so depends. And if you're recruiting for 15 different types of positions, it's hard. But if you're, for example, if I put my recruiting pad on again, I'd probably do data scientists, data mining, that sort of thing. You know, I've got multiple patents in this space. So before I ever have that conversation, I'm going to have a sense of credibility that my com- potential competitor would not. So it really depends on where you're coming, you know, what, what skills and assets you have. To oh, who's doing that? Who's trying to wreck me? Okay. <laughs> so, so Go ahead. It starts with your credibility. How, how can you build your credibility as fast as possible that they will share those things with you? And you tell uh-huh. them, you know what? That's great, but it's not good enough to work with me. I'm sorry. If you want to work with me, you've got to be candid. You've got to answer these questions. We've got to dive in. Or perhaps it's not, it's not right, and we should look at another opportunity. Okay, but what I, I'm asking, and I want to bring Amy in now. My impression, Amy, all you think closing is about is like get column A and column B. Column A is what you're offering. Column B is what they want. You compare the two. Am I right about that? No, it's speaking to their personal drivers. For every person, it's going to be different. There are going to be some pockets that are common, right? You mentioned data science. That's all I do is recruit data scientists and machine learning engineers. This particular candidate is a senior data scientist who came out of a top school uh, or in his uh, postdoc fellowship, whatever they call it. I don't know anything about data science. I am the least technical person in the room in nearly every conversation I have, but it was more about, let's talk about your career goals. Let's talk about the things that you spent seven, eight, ten years studying to learn and become, and how can we or this role or my team offer you that? That's the closing part. Okay, hold on then a that's, second. That's the, you... missing, that's the missing gap. If you, if, I mean, if you had what am I some level of understanding of what they're actually doing, you can talk to their passions. And that's, that is part of the pre-closing. She that was, is, that is I don't, even, I don't want to know what do they're this. doing. Isn't I have absolutely awesome? no interest in masquerading as a technical person. It's not who I am. It's not ever going to be something I'm good at. But what I do is I pull in people who are technical, and I say, hey, those are great questions. I want to make sure we're lining that up. I'm going to get you on the phone with Bruce. I'm going to get you on the phone with our VP. I'm going to set up a call or a lunch or a dinner with people who speak your technical language, and I'm not going to pretend to know what you're talking about because that's not my expertise. My expertise is getting you the best possible offer. My expertise is making sure I'm coaching you on how to show up well in an interview. There are things that I'm really, really good at. Data science isn't one of them, and that's okay. Okay, so you and Donato uh, are are miles apart on this, okay? And I would say – go ahead. Who wants to say something? Isn't closing making 
or leading somebody to sign on the line, which is dotted, whether there's a lot of information exchanged or no information, whether everyone's happy or unhappy, the, the closer has a goal and reaches the goal. That's what differentiates a closer by any means necessary. Yeah, okay, well, we're 99, talking about what the means are. We want to know what the means are. If you get 95% so- of the way, you haven't closed. And that's why the test is, did you get laid a lot of college? If you got 100 <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to let that go. Okay. You had he your really glory doesn't. with that I mean, some time. people just never it's get past the level at which they peaked. I get it. It's okay. the model of closing, though. That is, pick another field, but it's still the point. The people okay. who have the knack to get all the way across the goal line are closers. Everybody yeah. can do all the activities and do everything perfectly right, but the people don't go across the goal line. Yeah, well, we're trying to figure out, Here's trying the to thing figure in recruiting, out what it though. is. Here's the thing in recruiting, and this is what really separates good recruiters from mediocre recruiters. Sometimes not closing a particular candidate for a particular job is the right thing to do. Sometimes that person is not going to be a fit. Sometimes it's not the best thing to fill that specific position. There's all kinds of other stuff going on. There's headcount issues. There's uh, different, you know, strategic stuff that's going on that may mean we don't move forward with this person. Good recruiters and bold recruiters who are doing the right thing for their clients know that and will sometimes stop the process because they don't care just about getting laid. Okay. Well, that's Great. the thing, though. You don't have to close it. We've all made meals we regret. But <laughs> okay. I want to stop talking. I want to stop. I got a question for Amy before before the show ends. Okay. She said, and I don't know if Jerry's still on the on the call because this sounds like something He's that Jerry. I'm still on here, but let, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, you know, just just as a little quick break. I was at a football game last night, middle school football game, as a parent. Yeah. yeah. The host team, a public school here in Indiana. Uh, blasted a rap song, okay, talking about drugs, used the N-word, I'm counting here, 17 times, strippers. Uh, I'm so pissed off about this, I've been writing a letter for the last 15 minutes. It's absurd. Should should I, as a parent, just sit in the stands and listen to them singing about strippers, hoes, N-word, barrel in your mouth? Michael yeah. Cox is the expert. Michael Cox. Michael Cox, quick. What? No, I was just yelling tangent. Yeah, but you're the rap yeah, you're tangent. the rap guy here. Should have been in the stand with me guy. last night. You know, maybe Michael's gonna say it's just a beat, you don't have to worry about the lyrics. Is that true, Michael Cox? No, definitely worry about the lyrics. That's that's inappropriate. Okay. I'm with Jerry, okay. I'd be so okay. mad. It's, yeah, I'm okay. shocked. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jerry. Bring, I, your, I would be, bring your mind. Be pretty bring your mind back to recruiting. Okay. Amy yeah, says. Yeah. Just let society do what they want as we go down the drain. Yeah. Okay. I just worry Amy about my recruiting. Says, as long as I'm making placements, who cares? Yeah, that's right. As long as you're okay. closing, man. Because yeah. not being a closer. Amy, Amy, nobody says that you have to close everybody. That's not. It's a straw man to say you don't want to close undesirable candidates. That's not what we're talking about. We're assuming yeah. that the goal is a desirable goal. The point is, some yeah. people know how to reach a goal. And uh-huh. some people have more difficulty with it. Yeah, maybe totally Martin, maybe, it's, maybe Martin didn't hear it. I want to move on to another people. question. Uh, don't make me block the sponsor, okay? I want to move on to another question before <laughs> oh, the oh, show goes. Oh, I have that kind of control over you. <laughs> okay. 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 This is because I want Jerry to listen, though, because Amy said she puts uh, everything in email. So everything's in writing that goes on between her and the hiring manager. And if the hiring manager says something uh, wrong later on, she likes to drag up those emails and say, look, look what you said before. I'm right about that. Aren't I, Amy? That's true, isn't it? I like to have written record of important parts of the discussion so that if something changes or expectations are no longer aligned, I can come back and say, hey, here's the conversation we had. Here's what we both agreed to. What's different now? Yeah, Okay. she's right. Jerry, but Jerry says that's not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to confront the client and say you are well, you wrong. You know what? I do it's what I want, conf- animal. It's oh, not confronting God, animal. The words you put in my mouth are absurd. <laughs> Jesus, animal, where are you, cannibal? God. Seriously, I man, I, you got Do you not know that about me yet? <laughs> you know, animal. How That's many? Like my superhero name. I'm confronting uh, girl. 
Animal, when okay. was the last time you did a search and had a manager that you did a hand <laughs> that you did a hand hold on that you did a handshake agreement with or a telephone call to agree upon something and then one, two, three weeks later it came back to bite you in the butt and you said, Hey Joe, you remember you said this? No, I never said that. I don't remember saying that. It's just following up to remind them, it's not putting them in a corner, it's just saying, Here's what we discussed. You don't say you're not, you jerky lied to me. We are not enemies. Yeah, yeah. It does not have to be adversarial. This is a partnership. <laughs> and sometimes animal. we need to remind each other, hey, we talked about this. This is what we agreed to. What's going on? They do it to me, too, and I want them to. I tell my managers, hold me just as accountable as I'm going to hold you because we are in this crap together. Is there a book that can help a guy learn how to be smooth? Do we all pitch in on and send it to Animal? No, 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 no. Don't I you in a lie. Jerry, that's me in a lie. Jerry, you say if you're getting into a confrontation situation with your client, you've yeah. lost already. Sure. You cannot hold you your are. feet to the fire. No, no, uh, hold on. You say don't you hold your feet to, fi- to the fire like a dickwad. Ooh. You got to be smooth about it, man. God. What does that mean? What does that, what does mean, that mean exactly? Look, if I if I had to tell you, it wouldn't help. Oh, there you go. You no, there you I go. Understand. I understand. Exactly you have no skill set outside of cornering people. Yeah, okay. that's what Amy does. That's what Amy does. <laughs> she corners them. <laughs> and let me tell you, if you're internal, you can do a little more cornering than if you're one of three agents. I, God, I can't even. I don't have time for this. No, no, you That's don't want to You disagree with her. You disagree with her. She says corner the guy. Show no, we him agree. His signature. We, Jerry and I are in sync. We're good. Amy, we, we, oh, you're, oh, you're we know what's going on. You're not in sync. You're denying it. Shame on you. Shame on you. The black and white world you live in, animal, is just so, so shocking. Is, and we appreciate that. It's good. we're going to get... Last word to Alan Fleur, because he said something about this. Alan, have you ever had a situation where you talk to a guy or a woman, they say one thing today, something else next week, and how did you handle that? Absolutely. That's why I said Okay. Factory HR manager position, the director hiring managers. We had two additional intakes. We sent people over. We had an agreement on a conference call. And then the person came, the ma- the hiring team came back. I don't, the hiring manager, I don't remember saying that. Thank God I had a uh, witnesses on the conference call. And from that point on, years ago, I send out, I send out, hey, recapping our conversation. And then, and then, oh, I never said that. Here, let me show. Well, maybe I'm missing yep. it. Here's what I, here's what I remember. Let me know what's changed. And anybody on this call, animal, that has done a search recently will be able to confirm that for you. Okay, you're with yes, me. It doesn't yes. have no, to be No, no, he's not with you, dude. He's with me. And Amy. Okay. No, he is. Yes, I am. No, he isn't. No, he yes, isn't. I am. Okay. He's saying that he is. I'm saying that he is. Amy's saying that he is. Okay. And I'm okay, saying, you're and animal, dude, hold on, hold on. If and you don't know just, how to help... Um, and hold on, Jerry, Jerry, and I'm saying this with all the greatest respect in my yoga pants with my natural <laughs> lipstick on and my high, and my high yeah. heels, and I've taken off my wedding ring. That's okay today for you to do that. Okay, I want to thank, I want to thank, thank you, great, Amy. Martin Snyder, the great, Donata DiOrio, the great, Maureen Sherm, Jerry Albright, not so great, the great Amy Alla, Alan Floor. <laughs> And the great Michael Cox. I think that's everybody. Happy birthday, Margot Rose. Thank you, Amy. Goodbye.
be underestimated. Well, Marco, let me cut in That is shocking. I'm just jumping in to say that is shocking. Okay, I'm isn't back to funny? listening. Isn't that funny? When I start to talk, finally get a chance to start talking, the mouthpiece comes in. Go ahead, Jer. Take over. Well, you know, it's like you're a puppet, and um, and Jerry's it's Jerry's voice. You're the, he's the I, ventriloquist. <laughs> hey, I was just interjecting. I'm not taking over. I was just interjecting. <laughs> Okay, can I take control again, please, and ask her a question? You've got to do something with this thing, well, man. It's it. dying here, animal. Come on. Please, please. Okay. Has everybody heard about the virtual Christmas Shut party? Up! January 21st. Shut if not, up! go to jerrytherecruiter.com. I will give you a chance if you ask me. Just don't butt in. I have not been able to talk for five minutes, okay? Forgive me. Yeah, you got, you got your whole show to blab for a half an hour. Give me a chance, will you? When I ask for it, at least. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.